When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Welcome to FMLPL Milan. I am Nate. <laughs> Producer Nate filling in for a wisdom teeth removed Walsh. A red red flag Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. Bloody. Suspended. Bloody Walsh. Swollen Walsh. Can't talk Walsh. Um, yeah, thank you for filling in. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> so this is the Game Week 20... Slash me on wildcard pod. Um, last last game week for a while. Um, we've basically ended the pile up here, then two weeks off before game week 21. We're yeah, doing a somehow, live stream. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I somehow like missed all that, that there was an actual break this year. Well, it's funny you say that because in my head, I was like, oh, great. The players finally get a break. It's like every team no. has at least five injuries that, that are important, mm-hmm. it feels like. And then you look at the actual fixtures and there's FA Cup games, EFL Cup games, like in both of these breaks. I'm like, ah, mm. they're not really getting a break. And then uh, uh, like everyone going to AFCON and Asian Cup is going to play like 120 minutes every three days because that's <laughs> yeah. always how it goes. Sorry, finish your uh, housekeeping. I interrupted. Oh, no, no, you're good. <laughs> I mean, nothing else. We're doing a live stream tomorrow and then, you know, that's it basically for the pilot. But um, yeah, how you doing, dude? Pretty good on a nice little uh, Christmas couple days. Nice. Been following your uh, musings. Been enjoying that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. fun to write that kind of shit, to be honest. Yeah, you used to do more of that, both of you. Right? We used to do more the writing. lineup lambs for yeah, the, yeah. the OG FMLPL fans will know lineup lamentations. It was actually really nice. I forgot what it feels like to like write out what you're thinking in the moment. And it's sort of like... Well, obviously, it like captures a moment in time, but it also makes you think about stuff as you're writing it and rereading it. And then when you, you know, when I'm actually finalizing my wildcard team, I have stuff to look back on and be like, "Oh yeah, wait, I was here. Like, why am I off that now?" You know, and you can like analyze your own decisions. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. published and time stamped, so you can like really easily just pull, keep you know pull it up and just go through. You're thinking and see where you landed. Yeah, it's very much like why analyzing decisions with and removing a little bit of bias because it's like, oh, like Spurs concede four, and you know, I'm sure a lot of people are like ripping Poro. Everything changes, yeah. But then you should look back and be like, wait, but Poro was in every one of my drafts. Like, what? Why am I doing that? You know, especially the last. Last couple of days, a lot yeah. of emotional uh, responses happening. Yeah, I'm craziness. sure from everybody. Um, let's pull up Team Nate. Oh wow! Never before seen Team Producer Nate here doing 
pretty well, I would say. I'm yeah. I I started the the season pretty well, then had like a couple of bad weeks, and now I've just been kind of like treading water slowly improving like really tiny green arrows like the yeah. last three or four but this week you got a chunky green arrow that's like 100k so was it yeah i mean i don't know if this shit is updated uh, probably not yeah. but you went from 460 to 380 so yeah yeah new that's a nice yeah. one three yeah 373 i think anytime you bring in johnny evans you can expect a 100k <laughs> green arrow <laughs> it almost worked out he almost had an assist that was just like a uh I'm just, I was just been like, look at my bench. I mean, yeah. my Red bench flag, this week was LaSalle's Palmer. Dark Chukumeka. orange flag and suspended. Another red flag, yeah. And Evans was, uh, I, I don't even remember, some other red flag. <laughs> <laughs> easy. So I just needed Raya. like another. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Raya's been great. Raya pen save to bail you out yeah, there. Yeah. Pad my stats. Yeah. I was really, honestly, I mean, when I saw Ben Rama was taking it, I was like, oh, Raya has this. They played together <laughs> for years. Like, you know, he's, he's like definitely going to finesse it to the right. There you go. And Raya was like, okay. Yeah. They Joe. probably have practiced like a hundred pens against each other or something. Yeah. yeah it was just the so. perfect, perfect pairing for him. Yeah. Yeah. You transferred out Lamptey and Simi. Oh, yeah. Lamp so you're just yeah. flagged right. up your ass and, you know, plus nine. I'm on, just, on yeah, Evans I'm just and digging, digging all the trash out of my hole yeah. here. And accidentally leaving your cap on Ollie almost worked out really well. <laughs> yeah. After Mo blanked, it was like, oh, you know, it's probably better, you know? Yeah. Um, lost a couple points there, but whatever. No big deal. Ollie, yeah, Ollie's been fucking, I'm sure we'll talk about him at some point. Yeah. I, frustrating. I, yeah, that's a test of patience right there. I'm on yeah. 42 this week. Small, very small red arrow for me. Um, once all the, you know, auto subs and shit settles. Stones, again, just, I finally get a start from him and he comes off injured. He, three consecutive one pointers for me, minus 15 on the Stones over Poro transfer. And then I also brought in trips for two good fixtures. Three total points in two game weeks and just fucking unbelievably bad transfers. Like, there's pretty no... much anyone I would have brought in instead of those two would have been better. Yeah. I mean, there's been no city defense pick the whole season, pretty much. Kyle like, starting every I think game. I, I think getting... it started with a kanji actually um, yeah. early on. But um, yeah, yeah, I kind of remember that. He was great. And then, yeah, it was just, there's no consistency. I mean, there's been some consistency. I guess you could have Ake or something, but. I mean, yeah. Kyle's literally played every single game. Yeah, he's played game. every single game. 90 in every single game yeah. the entire season. We're all just convincing ourselves. But he has no points. Yeah. He has 53 <laughs> points in 1890s. I mean, that's fucking awful. It's so, disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. And I'm going to wildcard out of a lot of these guys. So we'll get there. Um, not going to do any league updates. I mean, the match is just finished. Like, an hour and a half ago, so I don't think anything's updated correctly yet. Do that on uh, next pod. Um, I guess we should just start with my wild card. Oh, I, I don't know. We got questions in like different position groups, so I kind of broke them down like that. Okay. It's too bad that you know Walsh isn't here because the first bunch of questions we got were on keeper and Walsh, that's Walsh's oh, favorite then, topic. 
shit. Yeah, he loves keepers. Yeah. I mean, Dyer said, Emmy Martinez. Sigurd said, I just popped my wild card. Who do I get for keepers? Neto, the keeper for wild carders. Bolter said, either I play Dubrovka and his horrible fixtures, or I get Bob replacement, Bob Sanchez, I guess he still owns. Um, is Raya just the obvious best keeper to get? I, I don't know. Do you feel strongly about any of these guys? Um, I don't I don't feel strongly about keeper, really. Yeah. I mean, Same. Bickford still seems good. Yeah, I mean Everton's just solid. Raya, I mean Raya's the best, I think. Mm-hmm. Allison Raya, I mean Pickford's fine. Dubrovka seemed like a little hack, but Newcastle's just like, yeah, it's not not happening right now. They're and for the next few weeks, they're not keeping it clean. Yeah, I mean. The thing but that why not have him? Like, why not just hold him on your bench? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely gonna hold him. I think whether he's my starter or my backup depends on like the rest of the team. If I feel like I need the money or not. The thing with Dubrovka that I was just reminded of as Ariola gets like a fucking eleven pointer against Arsenal. He was like, unreal. He was so fucking. It's good. like we always try and rotate keepers. We always try and play fixtures and it's just a nightmare. It's such a nightmare position. Like it's the only position where at Arsenal, you might get a bigger score than home chef. You like, yeah. And in, in, in every other case, the point ceiling is very much lower in the at Arsenal fixture, but, but in keeper, yeah. it's just like, yeah, that's when they get the fucking dumb haul. But you do want some chance of a clean at least and Newcastle yeah. that that has not been the case for like for the past six games or so. Yeah. I mean they've been awful. They have their first week off and then they get two weeks off and then they get another two weeks off. They're getting fit. I mean, if they don't buy someone, I just can't get it out of my head that like at Liverpool, home Man City, at Villa, like Dubrov's got a double digit haul in one of those. <laughs> like it's just, it's just destiny. Probably like, Villa it, because yeah, Ollie loves to just finish poorly right at the keeper. I mean, even at Anfield, like their first week off, they just got absolutely embarrassed. I'm like, they're about to just double Decker Park, put in like a defensive performance, just like the Man United game, sort of like. I'm just like, ah, oh, geez, it feels simultaneously bad to start him and bad to to bench him but i'm not really as for like who to get on wild card i mean i feel like i haven't actually done this yet but I'll, I'll try and do it in a like musings post before you know everything's actually final but you want the magic combo of like their best on their team on their respective team for baseline bones right so like you want the scenario where if Everton keep it clean, Pickford's going to outbone the other defenders, for example, which in Pickford's case, he usually does. You also want the combo of like, they allow shots, but they're not that good of shots, right? So like, yeah, I mean, like friend of the pod bullet always, always posts nice. this thing. Yeah. Keepers that get saves and bonus are much better than keepers that don't get saves and bonus, right? And so like, that's yeah. my hesitation with like a Raya the same reason Mm. I don't really like going Ederson, right? It's like when Arsenal clean, they concede like one shot and he's nowhere near bonus ever and he gets a six-pointer. Whereas like if Neto cleans, he's probably getting a save point and he's definitely getting bonus. And it's the same with with Pickford. And so I think I I always still am leaning towards those like mid-priced 
guys um, more than the you know really expensive guys. I don't know what yeah, Allison Deich somehow is the guy, gets yeah. a lot. Yeah, Dice has always been the master of yeah. Like his his keepers are just the master of that, right? Yeah. So I I do like the Pickford shout. I mean, the fixtures I could not care less. If you're wild carding like I am, like it's game week twenty. Everyone plays everyone. Like I don't care. You're not trans. You're never using a free on this spot. So whoever you're getting, I don't care. They're gonna play more than half the league before you use your second wild card. So like whatever. They're you know, also just, a lot better Everton fixtures now than they were a few weeks ago. And Everton are also good, you know, so yeah. everything is better than it seems. You know, um, they're just like much better than Wolves, Fulham, Palace, these teams on their on their fixture list that are like, oh, I don't know. They're just way better than those teams. So, you know, whatever. Fucking keeper. Nightmare. Did you listen? Always. Have you listened to the uh, the Newcastle follow-up double pivot pod yet? I haven't yet. I was I was traveling. I just didn't have time. Yeah. How well, was just it? well, they just threw out this stat early on that since the Arsenal win in November fourth or whatever the that was, Gordon goal back yeah, in the day. Yeah, the Newcastle's averaged two expected goals allowed oh. per game. It's one point nine six. I like did the match just to make sure. Because it sounds that's gotta be unreal. worse than the league. Yeah, because there's a few, there's a few like three point fives in there, like like four. Yeah, I something. mean, Chris Wood himself got like over two. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's just. I think yeah, don't rely on Dubrovka, but like there's there's so many cheap guys. Like yeah, yeah. The Hold thing with Newcastle, I mean, I don't want to go like too deep into them because I think most people are selling their Newcastle assets rightfully before these three fixtures, but I'm still kind of a believer. And by the time these three bad fixtures are done, that's two over two months from now, basically. No, sorry, over a month and a little from now, you know, February 3rd, game week 23. They start a really good run. They're probably going to be mostly fit by them because there's not that many matches. They're only playing once a week because they're knocked out of Europe. And I'm just like, that. that is in the back of my mind to like, okay, I probably actually will want to go back to trips then, but it's very far away. So like, I'm not worrying about it now for my wild card or whatever, but yeah. just something in the back of my mind. Another I mean, they're, they're going to be fine once they get some guys back. Yeah. And the that's, schedule that's basically what I bit. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So that's done. Keeper done. Um, let's talk about Arsenal quick before we Ooh. do next position. Cause, uh, Andy said, uh, wild card chat regarding my third Arsenal guy. I'm currently keeping Saka and Gabrielle. Having such a hard time and feel like I'm getting it wrong between White, Odegaard, Raya for my third guy. And I feel like it's going to be plus or minus 20 points over the next four game weeks. It does feel that way. I mean, who do you think you would go for in an imaginary world where you're on a wild card? I mean, Arsenal have the fixtures. They're not losing any of their top guys for AFCON or Asian Cup. So it seems like a good place to go. Well, yeah, well, it, if anything, it's kind of like that those two cups are kind of cementing the back four even more. I mean, Tomiyasu's kind of injured anyway, but he, he's close to being back, but he's about to leave. Partey yeah. also, he's been close to back for like two months or whatever, and yeah, if he's fit, he's going straight to Ghana. So, yeah, the, the back four is 
you know, is what it is. So it's kind of a grab bag though. Like I still think Gab- like going anyone over Gabriel is probably overthinking it. Mm, okay. Like, I don't know if white is really, I mean, in these games where we're really pinning the other team, like he's kind of getting forward, but really since Zinchenko is, is really locked into left back, quote unquote, um, white is really more of like a right center back. Mm. Because it's really like either the the back three is either Saliba Gabriel Rice or Saliba Gabriel White, and so he's occasionally making those runs down the like down the end line, but like it's I don't know if it's really uh, like more than the amount of corners we're getting, which is yeah. a lot. And Gabriel's always been. I think he's like one of the highest goal scoring defenders in the league since he, yeah, he came to he the is. came to the prem. Yeah, he so, always gets a ton of shots and XG compared to other. Yeah, uh, I, I guess that's like a calculation and assists obviously are worth less. So I kind of feel like it's not it, it's not that big of a difference and it's not really worth the extra money. Okay. Um especially now that it's over 0.5, it's like potentially fucking something else up in your team. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to hear you say that because, yeah, I do feel like purely just watching, nothing to do with numbers, like White is overlapping less this year than he did last year. I feel like so many times last year is yeah, getting to the byline, crossing or cutting back and just, you know, getting or creating big chances. But because my temptation was to go both Zinchenko and Ben White. And just be like, these are the nailed fullbacks for now with no, you know, Kiviora. I mean, no uh, Timber, no Tomiyasu. Like, they're going to start every game, I think. I was trying to think of a good analogy for um, Zinchenko right now. He's like, oh, God. It's like, so like Jekyll and Hyde, like bipolar, yeah. two face. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's so important to the team still. And he does a lot of really good stuff, but his bad side is worse than it's ever been. Yeah. He's just fucking losing his head in these moments. And like some really bad give giveaways. His tackling is just horrible now. Yeah. Like, he's usually today, like, like today he was terrible. I thought White was bad today too. Um, yeah, most of the season he's been kind of like coasting, you know, not just not being a liability defensively, like putting pressure where there needs to be pressure and like covering space when he needs to like nipping in and winning some balls or whatever. But yeah, it's not going well for him right now, but there's no one to, to bring in. I mean, TV or technically, but like, yeah, he doesn't seem fully trusted in the same way that, you know, it would, it would change the shape of the team so much at this point. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't think he's going anywhere, but it is like, I don't know. It's not necessarily affecting him in fantasy, except for yellow cards, which are like, very much on the table with yeah. how he's been playing with some of these tackles. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he racks up quite a few in the next few games. Yeah. Yeah. He got away with one today. I'm, yeah. It, it's just like a natural thing, I think, in FPL to go for A, the more expensive players, right? They always seem more yeah. shiny and cool. And then B, like the fullbacks over the center backs. But maybe I'm just doing a bad job actually evaluating, like, Gabriel's goal threat, which is again, like you said, twice as yeah. many points as an assist anyway. Um, but I don't know. There's also the attack, right? You don't have to double defense. 
and you don't, certainly don't have to go Raya. I think most people are on Sokka. I mean, yeah. nothing he did today changed that as a pick for me. I mean, he had nine shots today. Like, he was just, you know, Arsenal were just pushing so hard and he was central. But yeah, he, what do you think about... I, yeah, mean, I think Sutton he had said, a chance early on. Yeah. He had, like, the first 35 minutes or so, like, they really weren't doubling his him as fast, as quick as normal. And he, I think he could have done more damage down the wing. Yeah, he basically got two good chances in the first like 30 minutes yeah. or something, um, maybe 40 minutes. And then he just took some other shots, but he's capable of scoring those yeah. also. You know, I like to see the volume, but um, Sutton's question was, are we sure Sokka's a better pick than Odegaard? I'm curious what you think of Odegaard, who had like that weird kind of slow start to the season, possibly yeah. a concussion. <laughs> and then now he just looks fucking incredible again. Yeah, basically everyone assumes he was not 100% fit for like the yeah. first whatever first two months it was a while yeah um at least and because there's just like it's like a switch got flipped you know yeah they're three weeks i mean it's four games but two weeks or whatever yeah, yeah like two three weeks ago um yeah he looks amazing i mean i don't think it's clear between them um, I was considering bringing Odegaard too, but like, just I mean, Sokka is so expensive now. Um, but everyone has money, right? Everyone's getting rid of Mo. Yeah, yeah. In this week or next week, and getting Son this week or next week, right? So yeah, no, I don't. I I mean, I think it's it's tight for sure. I still think Sokka is going to get more shots. You know, period. Odegaard might take them better. <laughs> Yeah. He obviously has really good technique and can finish and is creating I mean all these little like flicks and back heels are they're flowing. So yeah. someone's gotta finish a fucking chance one of these days. Um and you know, the way the way it's been for us this year, it's kinda like if one person scores, everybody scores. Mm. Like we're either we either have games like this today where like we nick one or the other team nicks one, we can't fucking score. Or it's five, you know, four or five. Yeah. Like some of the Champions League games. Um, but yeah, it, I'm Sokka edges him a little bit, but it's not a, it's a, it's still a toss up, I think. What do you think just in general about like doubling the attack versus doubling the defense? I think like what we've seen most of the year is just like, a really conservative kind of controly keep a clean sheet type of setup from Mikel, but like, I don't know, are you seeing like enough of a spike recently in the attack that you're like, yeah, I want, I expect like cleans to be not as consistent, but like we're going to start scoring a lot of goals in a good run. I don't think I would double at this point unless a double uh, attack. Oh, okay. Unless somebody like Jesus, Martinelli, or Kai, like start to really. I mean, Kai is Kai. I've been I've been having my eye on him. Kai, he's, he's looking pretty fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> and he's that. It's his role too. He's like basically second striker. Yeah. Um, he's camping out on that back post for all those soccer crosses. Like I think 
this game today, like really, we really needed him. Yeah. Like Trussard was just like, he's just such a different presence. He, he was like, you know, some of the, the trading off with Martinelli is nice. Like it kind of confuses the defense, but it's not the same as having this other outlet up there and like so much more control in the box and the aerial threat. Um, and he's been, he's just been playing well in general. Like finally just yeah, kicking the ball, making contact with the ball confidently, um, <laughs> which he, he took him a while. But um, yeah, I think I would maybe wait until like somebody else starts popping off a little bit more. Mm. I mean, I feel like you can make the argument that Kai has already begun popping off. He's begun, I think. Liverpool game aside, he he was quiet. But in recent, like since like, I'm just trying to look at his game log, like since sort of the Burnley match, like game game 12-ish, even off the bench, he's getting like shots, he's getting big chances, he has four goals. I don't know. I mean, I... It's one thing to say, like, give it time, but I don't have time. I'm on wild card this week, not next yeah. week, you know? So I'm like, maybe, maybe there's a punt there, but going him over Odegaard feels like kind of fucking insane. It's just but, a um, budget. Yeah. It's like, if for some reason, you know, if it's, you want an expensive guy and a cheap guy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, cause there's, there's a pretty big gap still. He's like seven something, seven one. Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven one versus um, eight four. I don't know. I'm kind of waiting on Martinelli to fucking get his shit together. Oh, dude. it's really rough season for him. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk so, about other midfielders because yeah. I think that's who we're like comparing these guys to anyway. Because everyone, as aforementioned, if you don't know by now, Mo and Son are both going away, and any Afghan Asian Cup players are going away. They won't play in game week twenty one, and then the further they go in the competition the less the more game weeks they'll miss so and they could miss up to like i don't know some, kev kevin discord told me today that like the teams that make the finals or semifinals whatever round we're at in the efl cup i don't even know will also blank in gaming 26 <laughs> and like liverpool has a two-leg two-leg semifinal, I think it is, against Fulham. And Chelsea has a two-leg semifinal against Middlesbrough. So, obviously, they're the two favorites. And so, if that happens, I mean, we might not have Mo until, like, game week 27 at this point. If Egypt go far, if and same with Sun, if, if, if South Korea goes far and Tottenham end up blanking in 26, like, who the fuck knows? So, everyone will be getting rid of these players this week or next week. And the, the question is, like, who do we get? I mean... Is any of that stuff confirmed, like, in terms of uh, the national team, like, squads? Like, is is all that stuff, like, 100%? Yeah, yeah, they're definitely gone. Sometimes there's some weird shit that happens. There's other guys, I think, that got, like, announced a little bit later, like Onana and Kudus and stuff like that, but... Everything else is saying, like, yeah, these are... They're, like, literally the captains of the teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the, the, the people are asking about other mids and kids said is Razapic, um, Aurelio said, who's the best nine and under, um, Benji, is there an argument to say that the four best midfielders at the moment are all leaving in one game week, Mo, Sun, Kudus, and Huang, (laughs) Solly said, can we talk about city mids and Max said, what do we think about Richarlison after watching the Brighton game? Um, any thoughts? Um, 
Yeah, I, Bowen still Bowen's feeling yeah, Bowen. pretty fucking good. I mean, yeah. TBD on the kudoslessness of it, you know, the yeah. impact of that. But uh, I mean, he's he's the striker. He's like the main man more than he's ever been for them. Yeah. So that kind of he seems great. Um, Foden's looking good. I, Raz, I don't know about that. We we don't know how they're gonna gel. Um, they're at such a weird spot right now, where like I think they're actually playing pretty well, at least attacking. But they also we don't know who's gonna play. Like in terms of Raz and Cuckoo Palmer, Nico, like who, which midfielder misses out between like Gallagher, Enzo, Caicedo? Like it's just kind of weird. We don't really know the connections there. Yeah, they're definitely Chelsea's definitely looking a lot better, but um just no idea what what they're gonna do. It's just too much of a wild card situation. It's definitely a punt, but like at the same time, four out of their next five fixtures are at Luton, home Fulham, home Wolves at Palace. And that's why it's maybe worth talking about because, you know, he could like double return in any of those, but um if he plays yeah, I, Bowen, yeah, I have a really hard time like wrapping my head around like what, and this applies to many different teams. Like, what does losing good player from the starting eleven do to the other good players in the starting eleven? Right. So it's like, what does Kudus out do to the production of the other West Ham players? Mo out, you know, other players out too for other teams. Um, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. I'm kind of with you on Bowen. I I keep talking about him every week as a, like he's obviously just good and he's just having like a career very good season. But again, if you swap Kudus for like fucking Ings or you I know mean, today Mubama. for example, like yeah, Kudus was so, kind of the only reason West Ham got up the field. At he all. was so good. Yeah, he was. He was great. Like Bowen wouldn't have touched the ball. I don't think if Kudus was yeah. there. But they're and not you playing say that Arsenal every week. They even still, did, Bowen had zero shots. Yeah, like he just got an assist on one very weird, may have been out of bounds, deflected. But but he does that. He seems to do that every week. He returns every week. Yeah. And but so. the next uh, Brighton. Ch- Jeff United, Bournemouth, and Man United are not <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, they're not at Arsenal. And even the Arsenal game in 24, at least it's home. You know, so, like, that's the one obviously very bad fixture in a run yeah. that otherwise is really good till maybe at Newcastle in game week 30. I mean, that's it. Yeah, Bowen, Bowen should probably... But also, Kudus might time. be back for that anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Kudus will be back by you know so far at from NFO now. in twenty five, like two months away. Latest, yeah, yeah. And I, I have no idea like the quality of Ghana this tournament. Like, are they good? Like, I, I don't fucking know. Um, so they they could get knocked out early, and then he's back in like game twenty two. Easily, and yeah. Does, and it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. Um, yeah, Bowen should spend more time in my wildcard team probably. Um, how do you feel about uh, Elanga? I mean, I think he would be starting weekly for Man United, and they really fucked up by getting rid of him. He's looked really he good looks, this season. Yeah. Um, 
You know, he was obviously electric against Newcastle. Yeah, he was unreal. Yeah, and so he's good. done that a bunch of times this season, I think. I mean, that's... He had a... He's had, like, a couple double return games, and then he's had, you know, some goals, and those are basically all on the counter. That's all they do is counter, but he looks great. The fixtures are bad, but, you know, for the price... I, Who's getting a longa, I guess, is like my question. Like you're doing I guess people are doing like Gordon to him or yeah. like if are you, you don't getting like him Palmer? over Palmer. Yeah. What you don't like Palmer? You think no, he's no, not I a do. good pick? No, no, no. I said, are you getting him over Palmer? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I would not. rather Palmer, but there are Palmer's many been a machine for me. Non believers yeah. also. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Alanga also there's like Garnacho. Like the, there are like pretty good cheap mids. I just don't think either of them are better than Palmer. And then I don't know if, and this is like kind of a wider discussion. That's kind of hard to talk about at the same time. But like, I also don't know how many midfielders are better than the really attacking defenders that are on offer. I'm not counting Trent. Just put him aside. Trent should be in every team. Ridiculous. But then there's like Poro, Estupignan, Moreno, and these guys are just like, I don't really expect a clean ever, and I also kind of expect an attack return I mean, Trip, every game. Trips is as good as the Trips. last two of those guys you named. Yeah, Trips right even now, too. even not, even with the bad fixtures. Yeah, so like he's just so attacking. It's um, hard for me to compare those kinds of guys who usually in a normal FPL season I wouldn't want because the defense is so bad and the cleans are so unlikely to compare those to like mids that I'm not that convinced on. Like Bowen is yeah. good, but like Raz is a punt. Like Foden looks really good, but like who knows when Kevin Holland come back, you know, he might be good for two weeks and that's it. Um, who else have we even been talking about? Like Alanga, Garnacho, Richarlison who plays 60 minutes a week and is losing son, you know, like, how do I compare those mids to those defenders is something yeah. that I'm going to be like wrestling with a well, lot. I well, think, it almost feels like, oh, we can get all these expensive mids. Like, it's like a treat. Like, oh, we can get <laughs> Foden and Raz and Odegaard yeah. and Bowen and Sokka, and I can afford all these guys because they cost a lot of money. But like, yeah, is Garnacho and Palmer and Alanga are they all better? They might be. They might <laughs> like be. in FBL. If you just yeah. like delete the price, like who's actually gonna score goals? And yeah, like assists? I, I trust Bowen and Odegaard, and I trust Palmer, and I trust Saka. I don't know I that don't... I trust Odegaard to score more points than Palmer. Like, yeah, no, I, I actually agree. I agree. I, I meant just trust as like an even just like in general as like an asset who yeah. will occasionally return. But like, yeah, in terms of like rich. Foden, Raz, whoever else people are looking at, I'm I'm kind of blanking kind right of now. Kind of stretching like, just because you can. Yeah. Whereas, like, I look at Poro, who concedes four goals today and was bad, and then gets an assist and two bones. Yeah. And like, he just shits out a five pointer, like in garbage a garbage time five pointer, a backdoor senor. And like a stupid <laughs> plays his first 45 minutes in months and just scores a fucking worldy banger because he basically yeah. is their left winger. And I'm like, 
even if they're cleaning as infrequently as they have been, I mean, Brighton have literally zero cleans. Poro and Spurs have somehow scammed into a few cleans. Like, whether it's one in five, one in six, whatever, just their attacking intent is like kind of similar to like these other mids that we're talking about. Or the, uh, the do you numbers. Think, you know? um, do you think Stupignon's like starting the next game? Well, Originally, I would have said like like if he started today, I was gonna say like definitely not off such a long term injury and then a really short turnaround. They play Tuesday. I guess it's not that short, but like you know shorter than ideal. But he only played forty five. Seems like Igor might be actually hurt and Dunk is suspended. I mean, he's got to play. I think. Yeah. When he's they, fit, I mean, they just don't have the Zerbi just guys. fucking drives him into the ground. I don't even Always. know who these guys are on their page. They're, I mean, I know yeah. Van Hack and a stupid young are, but Igor didn't know who yeah. he was until today. Yeah, they bought Igor him Julian. from uh, Serie A, I think. And Some guy named He's Jackson. Been okay, ben but... Jackson, never heard of him. Yeah. No, Lee Kavanaugh. Yeah. Just generated player. <laughs> generated yeah, football manager. But, and they said, I, I retweeted this, but they said today, Six of the Brighton players who played today weren't alive when Milner made his debut. <laughs> and Milner was on the I pitch, mean, like playing well. <laughs> it's getting to the point where those stats are less and less surprising because yeah, of how I fucking know. old he is. I know. But, but he, was, he like, was also really good. They're just running out teenagers and destroying Spurs for fun. I mean, yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, And then there's the issue of like, Deciding between those aforementioned defenders is where this is where my wild card gets like really messy. I think forward has like a pretty clear chalk three that like most people will go like Dom, Ollie, and Alvarez with money in the bank to move Alvarez to Holland, or you just go Dom, Ollie, Holland, and you know, Ben Challenger just have you know a good fifth attack or whatever. I think is like that's obvious. But yeah, like which mids to throw in there and trust and which defenders and how many defenders to trust um, is kind of driving me up the wall. Do you, do, you, do you have any guidance for me in this moment of darkness? Well, you, well, you just like brought something else up if I can uh, pivot for a second. Just yeah, because Darwin, yep. dude, I think I think he's very much a shout to be in there like. Oh my god! With I mean, especially with Holland coming back, are you holding Jalv? Is he really better than Darwin? Also, what's happening with Jota coming in? Who's going to play in the middle? Like, I don't really know Liverpool as well. Like, yeah, I think Jota that's was a big, in the middle, right? When yeah, he, when he subbed on. Yeah, I think that's a big, like, sort of unanswerable question at this moment because you know, like, most of these guys have never played games when Mo is not in the team because Mo just yeah. plays 90 every week. Like, I think that like what we saw was Gakpo, Darwin were kind of splitting time left wing and, and central and and they played really well together. Like It seems like to me at least they should keep starting together when, when Mo's out um, because it's a good enough partnership. And then it's like if that is true, which is a big if, I don't really know shit. Then the right side is between Diaz and Jota. I mean, Diaz has been out of form for a bit and he got kind of hurt. Um, Jota just came back from a long injury. So is he ready to like start games and play 60 minutes? I don't know. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, obviously I love Darwin. I, I think about him all the time. He's like my favorite <laughs> player right now to watch. But yeah. him over any of Dom or uh, either of Dom or Ollie feels fucking insane. Like it feels like malpractice because even when he does start, he gets 70 to 80 minutes Darwin and those guys are 90 every week. Um, and good. It's not like they're not good. They're, they're both very good and putting up good numbers. And then Alvarez thing is like, No, I don't really want him when Kevin Holland are back, even though he did start when they were both fit, but that's that's a whole different thing. But I do still want him, assuming Holland isn't ready to start for like home chef you this week. But like maybe yeah. in the same way that like I'm not that fond of booking transfers, maybe I should just like jump the gun on Alvarez and be like, whatever, he has one good fixture and then I don't want him anymore because Holland will probably be back. But like, I don't know. Because he, he might also be my captain this week, honestly, Alvarez. Really? I mean, he's home chef you. I, I, I haven't looked that closely, but like he's definitely in the conversation. Yeah. I've just never seen him as like a you know, hat-trick potential kind of guy. Like yeah. Like a real like... Really like big. I mean, it has some halls, but I don't know. No, that's fair. I mean, he's more of a. I think he's more of like a goal and an assist or two would be like his hall and yeah. Max Bones. He's really good on Bones because he's kind of number 10 ish, kind of false nine ish. And, you know, that, you know, he has a 14 pointer. He just got an eight pointer. Like, you're not mad at that as your cat. But I agree. I don't think he's really I mean, I like. Think- Hat trick. Mo home Newcastle is pretty amazing. I know. I just don't think I'll have Mo. Is, uh, yeah. is the Darwin. weird thing with or, being or on Darwin. wild card in this weird week. I don't know. I think a lot of people will, will keep Mo and just plan for a double move of Mo out and then a forward maybe named Alvarez to Holland. But I just, in my tinkers, I couldn't figure out a way to like keep Mo and build a team that I want that's ready for a switch to Holland. And I don't want to... I'm hesitant to book one transfer. I'm, I'm even more hesitant to book like a double change. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We're kind of all over the place, but... Yeah, yeah but other your, than... Your original question was just what to do in midfield, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It went from what do we do in midfield to what do we do? We think of the midfielders <laughs> versus defenders to which defenders to which. Well, what are you? What are you on right now? It's your your latest musing didn't have a draft in it. Um. Yeah. Fuck. I should have probably had this open. I forgot to open it before we started. I mean, the latest one didn't have one. The musings before my midfield was Jota, Hold Son. <laughs> Hold Saka, Palmer, Garnacho on the bench. And then yeah, Jota was just kind of a placeholder. I mean, he could be any of the mids we talked about, whether it's Bowen, yeah. Foden, you know, whatever, Rich. Um, I've gotten less into the idea of holding Sun. I just don't really... What I wrote is, like, it feels like a move, a, a decision based on fear. Like, I'm just literally scared that he's going to get a triple return and I'm going to go down a lot because he's so heavily owned and probably captain this week. But, like, also, he's playing winger and, like, Spurs aren't that good and Bournemouth are good. And, you know, I just... 
I'm just less into the idea of like holding him. If you count a free transfer as like roughly four points, I'm like kind of rather just have someone and four points than hold Son and have to deal with him in a week. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I, I think I'd rather, yeah, I mean, I'd rather have Foden, I think. Yeah, I'd rather have Foden home chef you, who's in, he's yeah. basically nailed, right? Like, we don't expect Holland back. We don't expect, Ke- expect Kev back. Yeah. I mean, a West Ham or home Brighton. Like aforementioned zero clean sheets on the season, Brighton. And, you know, like West Ham are going to do literally exactly what they did today. Park, counter through Kudus. May, hopefully they have Paqueta back, counter. Bowen's going to be Against on the end of some way stuff. way worse defenders. Way less, worse defenders. Less and a defenders. way open, more open team that plays with zero DMs as opposed to Declan Rice. It's and like, just you know, lost like, their best center back. Yeah, yeah. like I'd rather have Bowen, I think, also. So yeah. I, the more I've thought about it, and maybe I'll do another tinker after this episode or something, the less I think I'll be on Sun. Um, yeah. I, it doesn't I, feel like a big yeah. risk to me not have, going without him, honestly. It is only because he's so highly owned and it's like still a home, you know, pretty good fixture. But yeah, when I can't let ownership just have this like chokehold over me. Like, even if I get one, I always have a bad week after the week I wildcard. I mean, that yeah. is just FPL lore to get a big red arrow the week you wildcard and then steadily climb back. Yeah. I have to trust that. I have to trust that I'm going to climb back and make good decisions. What do you think about Rich with no son I- incoming? Well, what what's it even going to what's their front line going to look like? Kulu's out, right? I think it'll be well, yeah, let's just he's only suspended one game, so let's just count okay. him in. Like I think it'll be left to right Brennan, Rich, Kulu. And then assuming Maddo is still out, I mean, Lacelso will like, be like 10, Lacelso, Sar, and then, you know, Basuma. And, then, you know, the rest is Brandon basically normal. Rich, Kulu with Lacelso. It just feels like it's pretty Watford bad. or something. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's not good. Brennan's like, wait, my striker at NFO was literally better than my striker at Spurs. Like, what's a, what the fuck is going on here? I don't know. It's not, I mean, it's obviously he's a striker. I don't know. We don't need and the he value. Plays Sixty minutes. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think he's worth it. I mean, they they're a very yeah. attacking team, but yeah. I mean, that's like really the. I wish they had best like thing you could say about them. I feel like is like what happened to all their Brian's Brian's. Who? They have oh, like heel. multiple heels and Ruiz. Not Ruiz. Oh my god! Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's old school like they need another exciting guy like another attacker yeah if I there mean, was maybe someone who, who could someone. come in and like maybe outwork Sun and be like an exciting new dribbly they guy have, like they have the cane money and it's about yeah. to be January I don't yeah, know maybe they'll buy some I mean they kind of have to right they, they um, will definitely buy a defender I think that's like yeah. nailed on um not nailed on is if they will buy an attacker and if it'll be someone who's like actually good or just like a young prospect who and likes or something like that they're just so fucked like even menor solomon and fucking yeah solomon got hurt too he was like harry like other guys who could be good on the wing are just not there it's maddo if he was coming back 
I mean, he'll be back soon, I guess. But. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. We, we haven't really heard anything. It was just like a original maybe, yeah. estimate. Yeah, I, I think like I'm not that into the idea of rich. And again, like back to what I was saying before, I feel like I would just rather start like Moreno, Poro, and Estupignon than rich. I mean, like it might sound weird and I might be sitting with like a ton in the bank and my formation is definitely going to be weird. Like I'm legitimately looking at like a five, two, three or a four, three, three or something, even in a season where there's no clean sheets. But I just don't have that much confidence in all the aforementioned mids. And I do have confidence in all of these defenders that they're going to A, run into random cleans. I mean, Poro already has, Villa already has, Brighton eventually will keep it clean. And they're so fucking attacking. I just, Um, yeah, I don't think there's a point of Rich. Yeah. When you could have Bowen, Sokka, Bowden, Palmer. Palmer, Odegaard. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm with you. Yeah. Bailey is even, Bruno is not, is looking pretty good. Like, yeah. I mean, even, I was even like perversely looking at Rashford. I was like, yeah. He's been awful all season. Everyone knows that. I'm not like breaking any ground there, but he's a form player. So, like, as soon as he starts looking good, I kind of expect Garnacho him to Garnacho like, also. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I don't Garnacho, know how I forgot to get Garnacho. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Garnacho. But, like Rashford's always been a form player. As soon as he starts looking good, he's like, he may go on a run of being really good. Yeah. Um. And I thought that, you know, based on his stats and highlights, I didn't see the match live. I mean, I thought he looked really good versus Villa for the first time all season. Um. So maybe he's gonna go on a run. You know, I, maybe that's a punt that I want to take. But I don't know. I just feel like. Uh, am I too high on the defenders? I guess is maybe the question that I have for you. Like, no, am I, I too just, high I just, on Moreno, Poro, Estupinian? No, but I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to think about it the way you are. In that, it's like affecting your formation. Like, you don't need to start five guys. Yeah, it's just it like, feels bad every, to bench all the good midfielders are so cheap. Like, I defenders. agree. I agree. It's worth making the invest the investment in like the good defenders. Yeah. Because all the midfielders that are good are cheap. So right. why not? But right. that doesn't mean you have to play a 5-3-2 or 5-2-3 right. or some weird shit, you know? It's just like, yeah, no, totally. And I need to play with it more. And I don't even know if the what the money, how the money works out if I were to go that route. But like, it's just really hard for me to bench any of Moreno, Poro, Stupignon type well, of guys. Probably when, in the next like three weeks, two of those guys are going to be red flagged. Yeah, right. So it doesn't matter. You won't even and have to worry. yellow card suspensions Having are a deep than bench ever. is going to be great and you'll it'll feel weird for a week and then something fucked up will happen in one of them. Yeah, that's, that's FPL, baby. I also don't know. I don't think there's news on Dean's injury. So, I mean, it, it might not even be that bad and Moreno might be out of my team by like tomorrow morning. So, I don't know. But I am thinking about those a lot. Um, what else is there? Um, yeah, we, we kind of talked about all these guys. I don't know if we need to go further. So, who are you looking at for cap this week? Uh, Mo, because I'm still, I think I'm still going to have him. I still yeah. have Sun and Mo. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, not going to. If I, I'm probably going to transfer one of them out, and it's not going to be him this week. Like yeah, I'll probably get rid of Sun maybe this week. 
Man, they're um, both good this week, though. I think. Yeah, that, I mean, I could just roll the transfer. I guess I just I still have a lot of issues in my team, but so it feels. I would love to use them like Lascelles to Gusto, just like clean up my shit a little yeah, bit. Yeah, do that then. <laughs> you don't. But then to, I won't have. have I won't have two transfers next week. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll just do it I'll over two weeks instead. Or yeah. yeah, if Holland's back, it'll be a hit. But like, what's you know, what's a hit? What's a hit in the wind? A hit but, is a hit. Yeah, I mean, the cap this week's interesting. I think that Mohom Newcastle's a shout, even though personally, and maybe maybe this is a don't trust fans moment, but like personally, I expect Newcastle to like with a week off after an embarrassing result, come and park and be just really like focused and on it defensively. I think it's going to be a really, really hard game for Liverpool. I wouldn't cap him. Then there's Sunhome Bournemouth. I mean, Arsenal at Fulham, there's Man City home Sheffield, and there's Villa home Burnley. And I think there's like cap shouts all over the place. Between like Ollie, Jalve, and Foden's a punt, you know, Saka, Son. If Burn is starting again, he will. (laughs) He probably will. Which I think he will. Because somehow Eddie didn't take him off in this game. No fucking idea how that didn't happen, but uh, I mean, they're gonna have a field day. They just need like trips is just like shooting himself in the off. foot every five seconds. Yeah, they 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 need like a legit he's month. He's off going and like oxygen yeah. tanks for everyone and like blood transfusions for everyone, and then they'll be like good again. Trips is going Zinchenko mode. Yeah, he's gone full Zinchenko. <laughs> He's you know, really Shar and Botman are fine, but yeah. they they have mistakes in them. They're not perfect. And Burns just been really, I mean, I guess he's just you know playing too much. But yeah, yeah I mean, that's gassed. the thing, right? It's like I agree with everything you're saying. And if they played the way they've been playing, kind of aggressively pressing and attacking, I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna fucking rip them to shreds. I have no chance. But if they're just sitting really deep and there's no space and it's like Bruno G, Miley, maybe Joe Linton's back in front of them and like the wingers always work really hard, I'm just like, then, you know, Trippier's not going to have the chance to shoot himself in the foot. You know, like there's no space yeah. behind Burn anymore. And like, I'm just, that's what I'm kind of expecting. That's like the natural, even Ten Hag w- was aware enough to make that decision to park, you know? And it, yeah. it, worked because of the nil-nil, but like, you know, United conceded like 30-something shots in two-and-a-half XG, so you could say like, well, Liverpool should have scored and won anyway, but it was tough. I mean, it, the good chances were hard to come by, and I kind of expect that. Fair enough. I don't really yeah. know where else I'll go. Yeah. Um, unless I bring like a capable guy in but a gabagool in well you have you have son you probably i assume you have ollie right i'm not capping son there's no way okay bournemouth's too too good yeah bournemouth's too good bournemouth's too good spuds are not what about ollie home burnley i mean burnley i'm i'm done capping ollie it's not i'm I'm just not doing it anymore yeah it's fair my my big takeaway from the liverpool burnley match is just like Okay, Sheffield changed managers, and now they're a bus. And sometimes buses 
don't sometimes the dam doesn't break and or the levee doesn't break and you you know it's tough yeah. Luton are always a tough bus so and it's the same so mm-hmm. same exact thing for that Burnley are the last team left that have a really dumb manager who plays really attacking front foot football even though none of his players are capable of doing it and they're like the last my last hope my like dying hope of like they can concede five every yeah. week like they work a complete joke first 45 minutes Liverpool could have scored four or five then in the second half, he was like, okay, we're going to park, actually. And then it became more of a, you know, whatever. The game just kind of petered yeah, out. They're capable of it. It's just, yeah, it's funny with them. I felt that way in the Arsenal match. I was like, this is going to be perfect for us. You know, these they play such a high line and they're aggressive yeah. and whatever. And then he came in and had this like whole different game plan just for Arsenal. And it was like, perfect it was like wow, yeah they're actually really hard to break down like okay why haven't they been doing this whole fucking year yeah. and then <laughs> yeah, maybe I, then they maybe immediately I'm, go back to the other game plan right after. yeah maybe i'm i'm doing a disservice to come but i don't know and, if he's gonna respect villa in that way you know? yeah that's the thing it's like he didn't respect liverpool for 45 minutes so why would he respect villa? i mean i i wouldn't <laughs> i mean villa's also kind of like been pretty kamikaze like a yeah you would think sitting and countering would work better on them i mean they're they're weird they somehow keep people from doing that pretty well but well unless it's very much garnacho and rasmus hoyland at the wheel and they don't prevent shit but yeah yeah i just i don't know i'm I'm interested in an ollie cap i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do but obviously ollie's been very bad i mean do you think you mentioned your frustration with ollie earlier like do you think there's a shadow of me not going Ollie on wildcard? Because I haven't really played with that. He's just like a ticking guy. I mean, he's in a good team. Yeah, He's a good player, but he's just like, he's been in the league long enough. We know who he is. Yeah. You know, he's not he's not a guy that's like potentially one of the best strikers in the league, potentially golden boot guy. Like, yeah. No, he's not. <clears throat> He's like, I don't know. He reminds me of like Welbeck in his prime kind of. Mm. Yeah. That's <laughs> Although good he was yeah. injured all the time, but like the more, you know, solid version of that. He's like, he's good at football. He's going to get some assists, get some goals. He's in a good team. But like, I just don't trust him to ever explode and like finish yeah. hard chances or like. Well, no. I, that's like complete luck. If yeah. He ever I mean, he's, a he's hard not going to. Yeah. He's not going to pull points out of his ass and like no games where he has 0.08 xg or whatever right and and two shots he's not like vardying it you know um yeah he's not gonna have that sun kind of hat trick where it's like yeah you got one tap in but the other two world geese exactly he's not chris wood so i'm fine holding him but i mean if there's three better guys that have them like Darwin, I do feel that I do feel like I don't know about Darwin. Like, yeah, he might get to a place where he's regularly able to score braces and like you know in the right games. Obviously, he's not going to score two goals a game, but yeah. Um, but I think he he has the, the the capability of it, or at least the potential for it. Yeah, no, um, I think from, that's fair on like a technical level. You know, yeah, it's just. 
Yeah, it's just tough, man. It's tough with Ollie because, I mean, he's a classic case of like, just don't watch the games and just get the points. Yeah. And I think that like a perpetually underrated thing in all fantasy sports, not just FPL, is just minutes, time played. But like if Dar, if you're going to tell me next 10 weeks, Ollie's going to start and play 90 every week, that's expected. He plays 90 every game. And Darwin's going to start every game and play 90. Yeah, I might pick Darwin. I mean, he might be on pens when Mo is gone. He has a higher ceiling, has a much better attacking team, but that's just not the actual world we live in. He's probably going to play 70 minutes most games that he starts, and then he's not going to start some games and he's going to play 20 minutes. It's like a fucking... It just like grows. The gap just grows the more minute differential there is, if yeah. that makes any sense. I also feel like Villa as a team is not, um, it's not, you know, it's not an unknown anymore. Like, yeah, people know how they play now. So they're not going to just give them tons of space. Yeah. You know, they're going to treat um, them like a good team. I don't think he's going to get any more like, 20 point <laughs> yeah he had that fucking 23 know. pointer ridiculous um you know he's still probably still gonna tick and be fine and they're gonna be a good team but it's gonna be harder for them to score yeah. goals you know yeah the point. yeah i think that's a fair shout i mean that was kind of like the uh that's one of the theories i guess of like newcastle from last year to this year right it's like last year they kind of like sucker punched everyone and were fucking amazing and like no one respected them and they countered on everyone. And then now they're just being treated like a top team and it's much harder, especially with the way they play. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, that's most of the questions. I mean, I don't know if there's, I think like the, the questions that are still like looming for me that I'll have to like think about more and I'll have to, do another musings and we have the live stream tomorrow and press conferences tomorrow. So there's like still a lot more action, but I'm thinking about like, am I keeping sun? Probably not. Um, am I going Holland and just like hoping that he's fit for game week 21. And just this week, I just start someone else who's good, whether it's like, you know, Gusto or a fifth mid or, you know, some other good defender, whatever. Or do I go Alvarez? And then I need to figure out, like, not just my captain for this week. I haven't actually looked. But, like, who are my captains for the short-term four to five to six game weeks while there's no Mo, no Sun, potentially no Holland? That might also make some decisions for me. Like, it, I haven't looked at this yet, so I don't have any, like, read on it. But, like, if I find that there's a player that I haven't been tinkering with that much who looks like, okay, I could maybe captain them like three times in the next six game weeks or something like that. I'm just making up numbers. Then like, that's probably someone I should go towards. Um, you know? Yeah. So I mean, that's a good question. Like who, yeah. who has, who is, who are the captain potentials yeah. without those guys? Like you have to, I think, assume at least in that sort of exercise, I think you have to assume that those guys aren't going to be there. 
Because yeah. obviously, if Holland's back, then like whatever, we throw it all if, out. We're if he's him. playing, you're going to captain him the next like five game weeks. Yeah, for sure. Least, I mean, especially like, with their given. fixtures. I mean, they're. I think they're really yeah. good. They Newcastle. Have... Yeah, at Newcastle, home burn. This starting in twenty one. Yeah. Uh, home Burnley, away Brentford, home Everton, home Chelsea. Yeah. At Bournemouth. I'm captaining him in all those home pretty games. Pretty much all of them, yeah. Yeah, like most of those I mean, games Brentford's been horrible too. So Yeah, so. yeah. They're Newcastle, also horrible. Right. So, I mean, I'll just do it live. But like, so Game Week 21, like who are the fixtures I'm really targeting? I mean, like... <sighs> Chelsea, West Ham's <laughs> at Sheffield. Yeah, Chelsea's home, Fulham. Does it, you know Liverpool's at Bournemouth? That's not like that good. Arsenal's home, Palace. Like I don't love these fixtures. I mean, no. Yeah, like you could argue like Nkuku's the best captain out of this group or something like that, which is psycho but possibly true. Um, gimmick twenty-two again, like. It'll be Holland, obviously, if he's fit. It'll be Alvarez if Holland isn't fit, home Burnley. And then I guess I don't need to look further than that. It'll be one of those. Game week 23. I think you could target Spurs next week, too. United home Spurs. (sighs) You mean Captain Garnacho, Rashford, whoever you end up on? Yeah. I mean, dude, am I crazy for thinking about Rashford? No, not at all. I think Garnacho has looked better for longer. Yeah. So it's a I little think crazy, been but their best attacker all season. I don't think that's like a hot take at all. No. But aforementioned form player, I mean, we've Rashford's been around so long. We know exactly yeah, who this guy is. Yeah, you just know what he can do. If he's hot, he could just like be a brace every other game kind of guy, which we saw last season. Um, yeah, maybe maybe that's my punt. You know, maybe I forego one of those defenders and you know whatever, and I just punt on Rashford or something like that. I, I don't think that's crazy. Um, but I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go. As of now, I think I'll have Bowen. I think I'll go Alvarez, Dom, Ali. I think I won't have Son. I think I'll keep Saka, keep Palmer with the idea of starting Palmer. I still really believe in him. Um, maybe I'll go for a Rasher punt. As far as which defenders, Trent's a shoe in, and then I'm like between, you know, which Arsenal guy, Poro, Estupinian, Moreno. Hopefully we get some Dean injury news. Keeper, I, I still like Neto. Who I had in my, I think I had in the most recent tinker that I posted. He's he's great on bones. They concede shots. You know, all you need here is cheap, whatever. Um, but I'm, you know, very not settled on that. I haven't done too much thinking about keeper yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's that's roughly where I'm at. Damn, Neto's name is Norberto. Even more reason to get him. Shout out to Norbert Kakache, friend of the pod. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, is there anything else? Wow, this is so weird looking at my team without Mo. This is the first time since game week 20 something last season that Mo will be playing a game and he's not in my FPL team. It's been a long it's a new, ride, it's a new day. Hope he, hopefully it doesn't absolutely fucking destroy me, but he might. 
Dude, it was um exciting to see Sinistera back. <laughs> dude, I dude, every <laughs> over the summer, Completely every forgot other he day, was on Bournemouth. Yeah, every other day Bournemouth would sign a guy I love. Yeah. And Sinistera being one of them. And you know, they still have fucking is Scott what, what is that his name? Scott? Alex Scott or whatever. Yeah, the guy who was sick last game. Yeah, like he everyone was saying how good he is. He came in hurt. He looked fucking amazing on highlights, good numbers. And then they still have fucking uh dude, I'm I'm completely blank. They still have Tyler Adams. He hasn't played a oh minute my God. for them. <laughs> he hasn't played a single minute. He keeps having setback after setback, but it's just like, that's, oh my god, they have another amazing midfielder best, I love. Yeah. yeah, that's sad. Man, yeah, they would be sad. so good if he wasn't just Oh my con- god, double pivot injured. of Scott and Tyler Adams. Let's go. Yeah. Sinistera and Clivert wide. <laughs> they're so fun, dude. Yeah. They're so fucking I mean, Semenya's been good, too. They're just, they're just Semenya's good. Semenya's great. Dom is having a like, breakout great year. Yeah. Um, you know, Kirkes is fun. He's 19. And they're just they're just great. And that was actually Graham Burglar's question. Are there any Bournemouth picks besides Dom? I mean, I mentioned Neto, who's pretty high on my list, honestly, mm. um, for keeper. But are there any attacker picks that you like? I mean, I like them. I don't know that I would get them. Yeah. <laughs> Story of my life. We just, yeah, we just need a need an emergence, you know, of one of them. Like, I'm, I would. Tavernier get would probably be the guy. Yeah, but I'm more excited by like if Sinistera or Cliver like wins the job. Clearly, you know. Yeah. I think the upside for Tavernier is like. He start. He seems to have like nailed himself down, and he's sort of number one, maybe one A, one B with Cook on like set pieces and stuff. But like, there's a world where he's starting every game. Cook is not necessarily starting every game with Scott coming in and and whatnot. Mm. And like, he's playing really far forward. He's kind of number ten. He might be on all the set pieces, and he's just like ticking and good. But yeah, I mean, it's just really hard to pick any of these guys over the the aforementioned mids. Yeah, I'm, I also have an eye on the Forest guys. Alonga, MGW, you're obsessed Alonga. with Alonga, right? Well, Gibbs White also is so good. MGW, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nunu's got them playing and chill. Joe's back too. Yeah, yeah. Like fun that's team, another like completely made up FIFA team that would never actually exist yeah. in real life, except for the fact that well, it does. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, well, they have so many fucking players. And it's yeah, so basically many like yeah, like Nuno just like started a draft team in FIFA. Yeah. There were yeah. like fifty guys to choose from. Yeah, he's like, I guess I'll they have go like a hundred defenders. Cho along oh, with Chris yeah, Wood get, in the middle. Like, what? Yeah, I'll start. Gonzalo Montiel and <laughs> Aurier or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Grab bag defenders or whatever. If yeah. you know Tavares still and fucking yeah, they have, Nico, so they have Nico Williams still somehow. Yeah, they have Nico. He's he Mario. actually got an assist recently. Got an assist uh, against Wolves. Game with five goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck is this team? This is an actual football manager run team because I think his the owner's the psycho owner's son like tells him to buy guys from football manager or something. There was something to that. My God. 
but yeah, I'm curious to see, you see, I mean, it seems like he just simplified it, you know, like, yeah. obviously he's a suit. He's a boring manager. He's not going to do anything too exciting, but they don't really need to maybe like just get your like back six to defend well, and then let, you know, let your fast winger, let some three, fa- three fast guys behind a striker and let them cook, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. I feel like that's always the story. Like the the, the, you know, the old cliche new manager bounce. It's usually just like they do the most obvious, simple thing, and yeah, then yeah. it just works better. Yeah. All right, dude. I think that's about it. What are you doing with your team? Do you know yet? Uh, I want. Yeah, I mean, I'm still like putting out fires. So, yeah, Lascelles to Gusto is on the table. Trips to Stupignon is on the table, but maybe Hello. maybe next week. Um, I basically want to make a little more. I have some money in the bank. I want to make enough so that I can just straight swap for Holland yeah. soon. Yeah. So I guess probably next week, uh, go down from Mo and make a bunch of money off that. Yeah, Gusto I thought looked really good. The and Bowen, he put up probably. numbers and like he's just. So obviously, should be starting every game. From yeah, here on I had out, him. So I had him for a run in like October, November, and it was great. I'm very sure. I'm medium to high sure that he'll be in my team. I mean, like, yeah, why not? He's four one, and he's very good. And Chelsea are pretty good and have a you know mostly they're, good fixtures. Yeah. I, there's no reason they're not, not to. very good at defending, but. Yeah, I mean, early in the season, I feel like they kind of were, and they were putting up at least good defensive numbers, but that just seems to maybe have gone out the window a little bit. Um, They're such a weird team. Um, I mean, they they basically held Palace to very little except for one gigantic fucking chance that Elise scored, and but they seem to do that pretty often. Yeah, Colwell was was really bad on that. I rewatched that like like four times and he just, I don't know what he's doing. He just like collapses and just leaves Elise completely unmarked. It's like he's a center back at a playing out of position or something. Well, he should be good at marking a ball in the air. Yeah. You know, clearing a ball in the air. I just feel like the angles are different. Like if you're starting from the middle, like where he's, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm grasping, but like, we yeah. know he's a good center back. And then like Well, we know he he's good to... with the ball. We don't know yeah. he's a good center back. But I think he was good defensively he's for good Brighton player. too. Um but this season he's just like kind of all over the place. I don't know. But like I, I feel like Chelsea are sort of like Chelsea defense is what people think Liverpool's defense is, but it isn't actually. Which is like <laughs> sometimes concede like four XG and tons of chances and like the other teams like anytime Chelsea clean it's like unlucky like the other team like had multiple huge chances to score but yeah I don't know they've also had kind of a tough run and some injuries at bad times yeah and they bought such weird players weird players Lavia hasn't played a single minute this season well now he has oh he played He, he just did Oh my god! First I totally minute. missed that. Yesterday, or yeah, yesterday. Oh yeah, he subbed on in fifty-eight minutes. Holy shit! So maybe you know, maybe that'll help. They have like 
they're they're so weird because I feel like they're the the one team in the league where I'm like, it's harder. It's hard to make an eleven, but I could easily make like a fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> like if soccer just immediately changed to fourteen, I'm like, oh yeah, here's their attacking five, here's their midfield four, like easy yeah. nailed on. But then I have to like make cuts and start an eleven that's functional. It I'm gets like, weird. Yeah, don't like, know who to cut. Don't know who should start every game. Like starting Madweke or Matson or Raz or yeah, and just Palmer, like you know, Mudrick Gallagher, or, Caicedo, Lavia, Enzo. It was like, yeah, they should all start. They're all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right, dude. Let me let me slap an ass here. We got one nice. new sign up, Patty Gallagher. Get in there, baby. Slap that ass. Nate, any last words? Maybe see you, not tomorrow, see you in three days, maybe? Four days? Yeah, see you in three days or four days. <laughs> Happy New Year to everyone. And uh, yeah, I'll post more about my wildcard tomorrow. Check us out at FMLfield.com. Follow us on Twitter and FMLfield. Sportspatreon.com slash FMLfield. Subscribe, Rick. Right Podcast Network.